The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. You do know the radio won't turn on by itself. Of course. Practicing telepathy again? No. I haven't in years. I'm waiting for the top of the hour. What happens then? My new favourite show will be on. Great. Another show for you to listen to. Troubles, this one is different. You'd love it. It has murder, clowns, a dental cult, puppets. On the radio? Time travel, clowns. You said that one already. And musical numbers. Numbers. I'm not so sure. Just give it a try. Did I say clowns? Look at that. It's the top of the hour. Oh, goody! Ha! Shh! Quiet. Coming soon, a podcast story of epic proportions. Come listen to the mystery. Who killed beloved children's show host, Brushy Sunshine? (laughs) Bullets! Someone is assassinating me! Beat the man tasked with solving the case. The name's Dan Kent. Detective Dan Kent. I was the poor pepper who caught this case like I caught my parents making pancakes. Pancakes is what they called S-E-X. And there's no shortage of suspects. I wanted to marry Brushy ever so much. Our fate was written in the stars with a space pen. Children never warmed to me like they did my brother. He'd smile and the world would smile. My smile would only make a shark fart. Did we mention it's a musical? Used to be my world was all at angles. Crooked. Instead of dancing, I could only stoop. Well, it is! Sorry, I have anger issues. <laughs> happy place, happy place. Anyway, you'll hear thrills! The prophecy is bigger than us. It can still... Silence, you! Chills! You've tied me up in yarn, trussed me up like a roast. What are these vile machines? In a blocker. Stopper! And the needle fritter upper. Spills! Oh, I spilled my coffee on my... Oh, hot, hot. Ah. Ooh, hear the high notes. Ah. It's a dream we make that make us you and I. And low notes. I still can't look a flapjack in the hotcake without getting off. Why are you telling me this? And spills. Oh, my soda. Oh, cold, cold, cold. Ooh. All right, there's also adventures. Look once more into my magical mock water. And puppet. Everybody gets fuzz tonight. Also, oh, spill my water. Warm. James, stop spilling things! So come take the auditory adventure! Don't forget to ask for the special sauce. A musical proportion! When your mouth buddies, you never get left behind. The Fall of the House of Sunshine, coming soon, only on the internet! Special sauce! Special sauce! Well? That was wonderful. When does it come on again? You too can listen to season one and two of The Fall of the House of Sunshine. Just tune in. By visiting Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other preferred podcaster out there. It'll warm your heart and more.
Brought to you by KBOW and sponsored by Fate Crafter Studios. For a level of sophistication above all other cigarettes, choose Twilight Toasties. Twilight Toasties, the only prenatal vitamin cigarettes from Spishak. I'm not just their spokesperson, I'm also an avid smoker. My first two pregnancies produced tragic results, but my husband was undeterred. So I made the switch from infield number two cigarettes to Twilight Toasties prenatal vitamin cigarettes. And you know what? It worked! Now I'm the proud mother of three children. Do they have all their organs and appendages? No, but they're breathing. And I shudder to think of where we'd be without the help of Spishak's science division. Each full-body drag, my body was absorbing all of the nutrients my baby could need or want. Unlike most pregnancies, there weren't any sleepless nights during those seven months. One puff of my Twilight Toasties, and I was out for up to ten hours. My figure, you ask? Their patented formula was even better than advertised. I weighed even less than I did before pregnancy, ensuring that I'm still the apple of my man's eye. Those are the kind of results you can count on with Twilight Toasties. You can rest knowing the doctors at Spishak's secret location headquarters stand behind these results and assure me that these are the best a mother could ask for while still enjoying her God-given right to smoke. Spishak, leading the way to America's future. from the break room. We've been at this all day. Sorry, pal. Real police work doesn't end until the case gets closed. Yeah, I guess that's how you how you got so good. Ugh. You will too one day. Jeez, it's already morning. Come on, get on your feet. It'll perk you up. Get your blood flowing. Okay. That's My the right idea. Flowing. Now, read me the notes again. Okay, ah, first victim. Ah, victims. The two men originally were thought to have fallen from the seventh floor window accidentally, though interviews with neighbors were able to piece together a possible argument that erupted uh, from a, an issue with the radio program volume. 
Yeah, you know, one neighbor claimed to hear them shouting about the radial frequency. Odd. That should probably read volume. Ah, I'm sure that's what they meant. Uh, let's see. Autopsy did show that Mr. Timothy Funk, though having died at impact did with the function. ground, he had suffered bite marks to his throat. Bite marks. Human bite marks. The other man, Mr. Brian Wilcox, showed no additional trauma outside of what was to be expected, you know, due to the impact. It is unknown whether Wilcox had indeed been the biter as his teeth were no longer housed inside Wilcox his head. Wilcox had indeed been the biter. <clears throat> Second victim was Moira Kowalski. Hmm. And there's no additional information here in the file, with the exception of... Skip this one for now. I know the details. Uh, uh, the only thing noted here is there was no connection perpetrated to the previous crime. The connection was made after the third victim came to light. Let's see. Uh, third victim. Third victim is Mr. Harold Orville. Multiple stab wounds in addition to a large... Oh, Jesus. A large... Please, continue. Yeah. Large incision. Whew. A large incision from the victim's belly to the jaw. Uh, a kiss was planted on the victim's lips post-mortem. Shade of lipstick was matched to the wife's personal belongings. Wife was not present at the scene and is believed to be the perpetrator in the crime. She is considered to be at large... No murder weapon was ever recovered. Any update on the wife? None listed here in the file. I'll just follow up. Proceed. Details on the room. At the Orville residence. The kitchen was turned inside out. Cabinets thrown open and contents scattered about. Utensils, baking ingredients. Large pooling of water. Possible urine? Urine. The radio was still powered on and tuned to KPOW. The bedroom was also turned over and clothes were shredded. KPOW. Do you listen to KPOW? I, yeah, used to. Especially when I was a kid back in New York. The mass cowpoke was my favorite. I don't know that one. Ah, you have no idea what you're missing. It was this one episode where the masked cowpoke needed to retrieve his gun from the men who were holding him prisoner. So, he uses cookies grease from... Oh, yeah, cookies, uh, he's another character. He... Keats, in regards to my question, your answer remains no, correct? Yes. My wife does, though. Hmm? The show Love, Honor, and Decay. She freaking loves it. She's been trying to get me to listen to it, but... Don't like soap operas. No, no, it's not that. The one time I'd been home to sit with her and listen, the signal just kept getting interrupted by uh, like a voice. Kind of a yes. strange voice. We've had people calling in and complaining that they think the communists might be trying to subvert our democracy through radio programs. Ah. Uh, uh, it's crazy talk, Casey. I'm so glad to hear you say it, so. Wow. Uh, pardon me, gentlemen. The chief is asking for all hands on deck. Where's the fire? 
I don't understand that reference, but there was a riot that broke out in the main part of Hollywood. Chief asked me to round up Keats and let you know to carry on without him for now. Okay. Keats, be back here in my office by 11 a.m. Yeah, sure thing. Notes! Gantz. Yes, sir? Is the chief pulling you as well? Can't. Someone needs to man the evidence room. They sent the new guy down there, so that just leaves me. Great. Before you head back there, can you pull the complaint calls regarding those radio broadcast interruptions? Sure. All of them, Gantz. Sure. Wake up! Pork chops! Do you hear that? You startled me, dear. Never jolt me awake. It's bad self-care. Shh. Listen. What is that? Someone is typing out there. I hear it. Oh, God, I hear it. Why have we been forsaken? Shh. There are no words for us to speak. Shh. No path for us to follow. No food for us to eat. We will starve. Here. We don't know why Neville was here. Or why he wants the book. We don't know what is in the book, or even where it is. Why would James split his face open with an axe? Answers to which we may never get. We need that book. For Neville? No. For us. told you it was this way. How do you know where this guy lives? We occupy the same city, and with someone as infamous as the devil, well, you make it your business to know. It's not that I doubted you. I wasn't sure how you were sure. That's all. Wit, you have been with me long enough to know I see all. Right. Of course. You're the all-seeing Take eye. that side of the room near the door. I'm sure everyone is asleep for the night, but uh, you never know. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, less talking, more looking. Come on. If you were a typewriter, where would you be? Uh, on top of a desk. At least, that's where I would put it. No, I looked there. It was the first thing I did. Try again. I give up. You used to be more fun. I'm not fun. 
I'm not fun. Yeah, well, we used to risk our lives less often. There just might be a button. Can you explain this to me? Why are we stealing the typewriter back from him? Because I don't like being tricked. Okay, this sounds like a very bad idea. It's the best reason. And you say the devil guy uh, man is the baddest of the bad. Oh, <laughs> he is. Right. So we have a bad reason and a bad plan. We're in good shape. I mentioned that you used to be more fun, right? Peachy. Ah. Ah? Yes. Ah. A button. Are you pressing the button? Do you think I should? Should you? Buttons under a desk usually lead to secret compartments. Secret compartments usually lead to things that one is looking for. I think we have to at this point. Troubles! This is not <sighs> oh, good. That's different! Okay, we're going to have to go. Peace and carrots! Troubles! We're really in a fix now. Be at the ready, Wit. I really should have made you get me the ice cream before we came. One to think on for next time. Oh, we got lucky. They only brought their fists. Evening, chaps. Would you believe it? My lady friend and I are lost. <laughs> I don't think they're buying it. We have a couple of fighters here, ladies. <laughs> are they serious? There are two of you. And there are four of us. I like those odds. Let's level things up a bit then, shall we? Ribs again. I don't like hitting girls. Mm. Especially <laughs> pretty ones. <laughs> I appreciate your concern regarding that. It's usually ignored when fighting low lives such as yourself. My hand! That's one with you! Come now, chap. What are you going to accomplish with a letter opener? Oh! You should see the look on your face. Travels. You have a letter opener sticking up from your shoulder. Yes, Wit. I am aware. Is everyone listening? Oh, hey, what are you doing here? Perfect, just the treacherous ugly mug I wanted to see. Hold this letter opener for me, would you, Krog? I don't believe you're listening, Walter. The next round goes in your belly. You've only got one left, and there's two of us. I've got one left, and I've got Ronnie. I like my odds. So, sorry, Max, it's, uh, it ain't nothing personal. <sighs> All right. Ms. Whitney, would you please release that man before this goes too far? There. Everyone's so much more reasonable now. Ronnie, would you please help the boys to the first aid kit in the bathroom? And Le and Libby is alone with these two? I, I don't know, boss. It's fine. I believe we're operating here with a certain understanding. Correct? Sure. Fine. See, please, go on and help them.
I trust that we've all now risen above the threats and brandishing weapons at each other, right? Would you care for a drink? Nope. Walter, you liked that last one, didn't you? More of the same? Double? We'll make it a double. Thoughtful gesture. He's good. On the clock. Good point. Next time, perhaps. Perhaps. Looking for the typewriter? Maybe. Yes. Trying to back yourself out of the deal? Keep it for yourself, maybe? What? No. What would I do with a typewriter? A typewriter that doesn't even have its platen. Did you bring it? Bring? The platen. You gave it to me incomplete. We found the typewriter minus the platen. Krog was there. It, it came that way. Then the deal hasn't been satisfied, has it? No. No, 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 no. Your man left us high and dry. We didn't even... Let's complete the deal. A sensible choice. Absolutely not. The deal does need to be adjusted, however. How so? We got you what you asked for. Its condition was never negotiated. I want all sins forgiven for me and any parties involved with the ledger. For the platen? Yes. Deal. So, we should probably be going. One more thing. It's late, and Trouble still owes me an ice cream. Take Ronnie with you again. I think he's rather fond of you two. Close. I do want to see you two stay safe. Much appreciated. I still get his ice cream. I've 
mistreated you. I've lied to you. I've been abandoned. I've been abandoned. Forgive these transgressions. Please. I assure you it's important. Who died? Pardon? I'll batch Do you think you could unlock the gate and a guess you're showing me inside the station? The wind up here is incredible. Certainly. anymore. How so? Station ran out of money recently and they closed up. So? No one works here? Just me here to watch over it for the owners. And you live on the premises? On the premises? And you live on the premises? Set up in a camper. This is the station that broadcasts love, honor, and decay. It did. Does. Did. You're saying that no one broadcasts that show from this station anymore? Yes. That show hasn't recorded for well over a month. You don't let anyone in here. Ever. No, ma'am. That's my job. I keep people out. No actors. No, no production actors, crew. No, production no, crew. no, no one comes no to one play comes old to recordings from the show? Again, my job is to keep that from happening, so... And what was that? What was that? Huh. The power surge is on from time to time. I let the owners know, but I don't think they have the money to do anything about that. The way the electrical board, the way the electrical board, the way that electrical board lights up. See Look at that. The needles are dancing all over. I never noticed before. It's like it's broadcasting during the surge. Can we? Is there some way to listen in from here? Yeah. Uh, just let me. 
What's the Frequency is written and created by James Oliva. Production and sound design by Alexander Danner. What's the Frequency's theme music composed by Kurt C. Nelson. Do you enjoy the show? Ha, 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 ha. Me too. Do you? Enjoy the show. Ha! 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 Well then, please. Please? Please. 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 Take the time to rate and review us on iTunes. Doing so lets iTunes know things. 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 Let's not dwell on that. Let's not dwell on that. No, we just know it's very, very important for you to do this. So please, 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 wait and review. We'd like to extend our thanks to Julian Mundy of the Audio Drama Podcast. Star Chipper. Star Chipper. Yay. David. 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 And thank you to James 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 David David
James? As always, I'm James Oliva. Till next time. Till next time. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.